The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome to George's Box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. And it's a good day to be a Yankee fan. This podcast is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline, the fastest, easiest, and safest way to bet on all things sports. With March Madness, the Masters, and Major League Opening Day right around the corner, Bet Online has the latest news, scores, and odds to help you win big. The best part? You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to, revo- to receive your literal free money. Plus, signing up is a great way to support the podcast you're listening to in your ears right now, George's Box. Again, that's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, when you sign up at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world! George's Box. Great, now that that's out of the way, everybody, wherever you are, you're listening at work, you're driving, you're on the train, you're at the gym, show off, calm the fuck down, because let me just hit the thing on my phone, oh, February 25th, and let me tell you right now that I am not getting upset in February. I'm not getting worried. Aaron Judge's shoulder? Oh, it's a little sore. They'll figure it out because it's February. Luis Severino? He needs Tommy John surgery. Guess what? He's Clayton Kershaw. They both stink in the playoffs and neither one of them are pitching for the Yankees. Just move on. He hasn't been good since the very end of 2018. So 2019 wasn't on the team. 2020 not on the team. Probably going to start 2021 not being on the team. But we've got Garrett Cole. We've got Jordan Montgomery. We've got a billion goddamn guys. Yes, Jay Happ is our number three starter. You know how many teams would kill for Jay Happ to be their number three starter until May when we get James Paxton? Like, everybody, relax. And then all the, 
Oh, but how come the medical team didn't tell us? What are they going to do telling you? You're a plumber. You're not going to do anything about it. You're a regular-ass dude with a regular-ass job. You didn't go to medical school, not because you didn't have the money, because you weren't smart enough. 99% of people who don't go to medical school, it's not money. It's because you're too dumb. It's why I didn't go. It's why Nick didn't go. It's why you listening didn't go. And I know there are a couple people who did go to medical school. Good for you. Way to apply yourself. Attention to detail. All the stuff that makes you better than us. But... If you went to medical school, you're probably smart enough to know you shouldn't get worried on February 25th about the 2020 World Series champion New York Yankees. How's it going, Nick? I'm good, man. This doesn't affect this doesn't affect the day to day. Give me your initial. So now it's 6:30 on Tuesday. I felt I saw the push notification and I was like, I felt your body like buckle for a second. I tensed up. I tensed up for a second, and then I was like, you know what? Garrett Cole will start game one of the ALDS. Masahiro Tanaka will start game two of the ALDS. James Paxton so will start up game three. Up. Yeah, so we're up two up. Right, and, and then you got yeah. Paxton for game three, and whatever you want to do in game four, Herman, Montgomery, Hap, whatever, I still think that is a World Series rotation. Easy. Easy. If we had – okay. If Sevy went out – and won 19 games last year, like he did in 2018, even though he had a rough end of the year, and got two of those wins on 8-1 wins or 10-2 wins, like blowouts against shitty teams like the Rays at the end of the season. If he did that last year, and it's like, oh, shit, we're right at the brink, like, you know, that really worried. But we lost nothing. We lost, what, 12 innings? He had 12 innings on a shitty, rainy Tuesday. A couple, couple of four-inning starts in the playoffs. Yeah. He did nothing. And let's talk about the playoffs real quick. He's had four combined starts against the Astros and Red Sox, and he's 0-4. And losing to those teams, that's the main reason this group hasn't won a ring. He's Javier Vasquez. He sees the Empire State Building in October, and he pisses down his leg. And it stinks, but I, you probably went to this game, too. This is before I know you, but in, in June of 2018, the Yankees came to Philly. I'm sure you were here. Uh, all of them, yeah. Yep. Seve shoved seven shutout innings on that Tuesday night, the, the second game of that series. And he really hasn't been good since then. The second half of 2018 was horrible. We didn't see him last year. We're not going to see him this year. It just kind of is what it is. And so I get – I mean, yeah, it stinks, but – if this was the issue in October, November, because that's the whole thing. When this first came up in the last week, it was, oh, this has been bothering him since the playoffs. We we ran some tests. Everything came back fine. He did tests in the offseason. Everything came back all right. Started up for the season. No go. Now they do the dye test, and they see something's wrong. Honestly... Whether he did this surgery in November or he does it tomorrow, it's not really a huge difference. He's missing this year regardless. He's missing this year. And so, okay, maybe he... He, he could have been ready for the beginning of 2021, maybe, if he got it right at the end of the year. But even that would be a stretch. He comes back in May next year. And I'm not worried about 2021. Me neither. Me neither. I have a parade to plan, I, Nick. I hear you. I hear you. I'm going to be there. I've got so many things to plan. I can't worry about 2021 and a repeat. Got the rest of spring training. We got 162 in, in the playoffs. So yeah, I have absolutely. to get to a point on the calendar where I can even care about what's going on. And on February 25th, or you listen to this on February 26th, let me just alert you. I don't care about anything that's happening. We got tie games going on. Don't care. Nothing happens. The Yankees start a game. Nothing happens. And then, like, the seventh inning, we just push notifications. These names I'll never hear again. Just fucking, oh, someone stole home, scored on an error. It's Little League Baseball. 
don't care. Guys are getting their work in. And, and like I said, so I think it's very different when you look at position player injuries compared to starting pitching injuries. This affects us once every five days. You lose a guy like Aaron Judge or Gary Sanchez for two months, that sucks because you look at the lineup every day and you're like, uh, that's a shortened lineup. This does not affect our day-to-day. We're going to show up in one month, March 26th, in Baltimore, beautiful Camden Yards, and it will be the exact same lineup with the exact same pitcher that it would have been. Yeah. We won't notice the difference until, like, Sunday. Right. And, like, <laughs> we won't. We nah. won't notice it. Because if you are just sitting around with a dump in your pants because Luis Severino, who is a mediocre pitcher, like I don't know if I go that far. I don't know if I call it mediocre. Results? Where are the results? Potential, huge potential, potential through the roof. My aunt has the potential to fucking be my uncle if she grows a dick, but your, she's not going to do it. Is your aunt throw hundred miles an hour? She's not going to do it in the twenty twenty season. She's not going to grow a dick, and he's not going to throw. I mean, he went back and forth between the rotation and and like I get it. He was great the first half of twenty eighteen. He was in twenty seventeen. He, you know. He stepped up at times for us, but we're talking by the time we get him back two and a half years ago. I know, I know. And we're talking about a long time, and there were always there are always red flags. Like I know they won that 2017 wildcard game, but for him to just show up and just shit his pants. Literally, oh, I've never seen anything like ERA? that. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. Like, and I and I was at that game, I'm sure you were too. Like, just showed up and, and be non-existent. He's had one good playoff start in game four of the 2017 ALDS. We were facing the Indians. It was an elimination game and he went out and threw seven, seven innings of three-run ball. Yeah. And that's the only, pretty much the only good playoff start he had. If you want to count the 2018 wildcard game, I think he went four shutout against the Athletics. You know, whoop-de-doo. But he has not been good in the, his ERA in the playoffs is over five. If you give me four innings as a starter in a playoff game, you're not a good pitcher. Yeah. You're just not a good – and I get it. Like, there are going to be some people like, oh, JJ's a fucking idiot. How are you going to say he's not a good pitcher? I get it. I get it. All right? He's great. He throws hard. Oh, he's got that cutter. You know, he worked with Pedro. He Since he started working with Pedro, he he's thrown 12 innings. <laughs> no, that's true. And I and so I half agree, half disagree with you. I do think he is a great pitcher. But I also great. think I think he's a great pitcher. I think Luis Severino is a top 30 pitcher in the majors. But I think the Yankees can easily win the World Series without him. So that's where I'm at. So let's say he's ready for opening day 2021. Yes. Okay? In 6 years, he will have thrown 530 innings. You can't be great if you're averaging less than 100 innings At a this year. point, when you factor that in, but until we knew he was getting TJ today, I mean, in 17, he was great. In the first half of 18, he was great. He's a top prospect, was a top prospect that also throws 100 miles an hour. You can't sit here and say he's not He's not good at all. I mean, the I mean guy, you've seen baseball. the guy dominate. He doesn't play professional baseball. He doesn't do it. I need a guy who's going to show up and play professional baseball. I can type, I don't know, 90 words a minute or whatever it is. I'm not a great aspiring secretary. I don't do that. That's not the thing that I do. He has the ability, but he's... There's just a point where... And he's under contract for fucking forever. And that's what a mistake that extension's looking like. No, because $10 million a year, who gives a shit? Like, $10 million, that's not going to make or break whether or not we make a move. It's not, but doesn't it annoy you that he basically hasn't thrown a pitch since he signed that extension? I mean, you're you're being a little bit hard, more hard on him than I am. But think about it; he never had any injury, any injuries from I don't I don't think from 15 through 18. He signs that extension and hasn't pitched since. Uh, it's probably a coincidence, but it kind of sucks. Well, he signed the extension. Yeah, 
He made four and a half million last year because it's backloaded. Right. Yeah. So he's making ten million this year. So for two years of really not pitching, he's making fourteen million dollars. He's making fifteen million dollars in twenty twenty three. He better be healthy by then. Oh my god, I would hope so. If you think about it, I think the only person who cares less about this is Luis Severino. Because who gives a shit? Wake me up in 2022 when I got two years left on my contract to earn my big Have, have a contract year. Like, let right, me just right. fucking hang out. I'll give you two good years then. He doesn't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. No one should give a fuck. We're here to win the World Series. I'm here to plan a parade. It's all I care about. I don't care about spring training. I don't care that Aaron Judge hasn't had an at-bat yet, and we'll talk about how you're doing mentally with that right now. Oh, we now. will. We will. But I just – I can't get worked up over a guy who wasn't around last year when we went out and we got Cole. If it was a thing like he got injured because of something the team did, did that was negligent or he did something negligent, like if he was – if he was out because he was riding a motorcycle in the offseason or he's skiing with CeCe and, and hurts himself, <laughs> yeah. then I care. If the guy goes out and he's playing baseball and he gets injured and, you know, maybe he didn't want to get the MRI done or he didn't want to get the die one because, like, that's how Well, I that's what pisses hurt. me off. And, and this goes back to last year when he had that setback in June and Cashman admitted that Seve didn't want to get into the tube. Dude, we just gave you 40 fucking million dollars. Get your ass in the tube. The tube's scary, man. I was just in the tube. <laughs> you were, but dude, it's for 40 million dollars and you got in just the regular surgery. I did for free. My point. I actually paid. I had to pay like $400 on top of my insurance for it. And um, you got in there. Yeah, so like that's stupid. That is that is stupid. And he and he was resistant this winter to coming. He didn't want to come back to New York. He, uh, I mean, dude, what what is your deal? He wants to hang out in the fucking Dominican Republic. That's what Dominicans want to do. They want to hang out in Dominican Republic. You want to go to New York in the winter? You want to be in Dominican Republic? Dominican. Republic. If somebody gives me forty million dollars based on my arm, and they want me to go look at my arm in in the tube in New York, you best believe I'm on the next flight. If that forty million dollars is guaranteed, and the asses are much fatter in the Dominican Republic. You're going to be with the fat ass. He got me there. I'm pretty, what do you sure, want? pretty sure he's married. I mean, there's no... We're talking fat Dominican <laughs> Republic asses. That doesn't matter. What's better than old pussy? New pussy. What's better than new pussy? Two pussies. Come on. We're talking $40 million baseball players here. <laughs> Listen. I just think that he is... It's just something we have to put beside us. And next year... We'll hear updates. I'm sure we'll get the update here and there. He's feeling great. His surgery was successful. But But you can't tell me you're not at least a little bit disappointed. No, don't care. Don't care. I don't care who we win the World Series with. We're winning the World Series. What would your reaction be if this was Masahiro Tanaka? Can't believe it took this long. (laughs) Okay. See, I would be a lot more. If it was Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole, I'm fucking pissed. I was gonna say, what's the limit here? Garrett Garrett Cole, I'm pissed because you haven't thrown a pitch and we just signed you to a a billion dollars. Biggest deal ever. But like he didn't. But again, if it was just like, hey, I was out, you know, throwing and this happens, like, what are you gonna do? It's not like he didn't stretch right or you know, the things are taking time on. If this was Tanaka, yeah, like. I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, was expecting that. See, I'd be much more ago. upset if this was Tanaka because he's been so lights out in the playoffs, and I know we need him in October to win the World Series. Where with Sevi, I mean, look, before everything went down, I was kind of in favor of giving of, I mean, obviously before it went down with Herman, I would have preferred Herman in that game three spot as opposed to Severina. 
because he had pitched well all year. He, you know, he was healthy. Well, guess what? That's what you're getting this year. Right. Because Domingo Herman's coming back in June. So he that's is. the other thing. And he so won't have any arm trouble. In May, we're going to get Paxton. In June, we're going to get Herman. Who knows? We may go out. Like, there's still the possibility of going out and making a deal. Absolutely. Because we've got Clint Frazier. We've got Andujar. We've got Mike Ford. Talkman's a piece that could possibly be traded. Greatest baseball player of all time. Yeah. Number one fan right here. Uh, like, these are all possibilities that are out there. To, and now there are going to be people who are like, well, they haven't really, you know, upgraded anything in recent years because we all want them to go out and get the best player. Here's the thing. Everyone on Twitter. Twitter's the fucking worst. Everyone on Twitter wants us to win 162 games, 10-0, and then just like and cruise through. What fucking fun is that? No, not fun at all. That's no fun at all. I don't go to watch Harlem Globetrotter games because I know what's going to fucking happen. It's it's definitely different, and people are going to be you know people are going to be freaking out about this. But the bottom line is they can win the World Series without him. Like Will, I said, Will Will. There are also a couple. There are a couple of guys that they can't win the World Series. Like if Aaron Judge goes down with a torn ACL, yeah, we're probably not winning the World Series. But I don't probably believe still could, I don't believe Sevy is one of those is one of those guys. I think there's maybe four or five guys that they cannot afford to lose, and I just don't think Sevy's on that list. And I think that people are also. You know, oh, the odds makers shift it now. The Dodgers are the favorite. I don't give a shit about by that. like half. Yeah. Who gives? Frank a was fuck? like the, the the chance to win the division went from ninety eight percent to ninety three percent. We're winning the goddamn division. That's the last thing that I'm worried about. I honestly may not care about anything until October. I just might not care because that's where I'm in Patriots mode. Wake me up for the playoffs. <laughs> All this is a formality. All this regular season is, is just me pre-gaming the playoffs. Just going to Billy's, having a few barley pops, getting ready for the playoffs. When you're 100, when you know you're locked to be a 100-win team, that's kind of what the playoffs are. That's what the playoffs have been for the Dodgers the past, what, six, seven, eight years. Yeah. You know, the Astros recently too, so, and it's about getting, it's about getting to October healthy. And like I said, Cole in game one, Tanaka game two, Paxton game three, and Herman game four. I'll take my chances against the Astros, the Dodgers, or whoever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, and, and we don't know, like, Monty's looked good. We're yeah. hearing great stuff about some of the other young guys. You never know when the next Herman. Davey, Davey, right. Davey's right there. Davey yeah. Garcia's right yeah. there. So, yeah, Clark Schmidt, I'm hearing great things about. Mike King. Monty was hitting 94 on the gun. He, ne- I'm pretty sure he never hit he 94. Said he, he said, like, I haven't hit 94 in years. And it's February. Yeah. If he, if he, if in June, if That's he's throwing 95. That's what not giving a fuck gives you. You don't give a fuck. You get throw 94. He doesn't. He, Gumby does not give a shit. He definitely seems like one of those guys. Yeah. That's a guy who was out for a year and now can come back. And, you know, I didn't give a fuck about him last year. Now I give a fuck. Sevy, don't give a fuck. Nothing to add to my life. Not this year. Not, no. Well, I welcome him back with open arms. I'm not saying I'm done with him. But for right now, I can't get upset. I can't get upset over a guy who wanted to stay with fat asses all winter and not get in the tube. It is. It, there is some resentment, at least for mine, there's a little bit of resentment towards him just because of the thing with the MRI last year and him being resistant. Like, I just can't wrap my head around that of him being resistant to, to doing that stuff. But yeah, no, I think they'll be, I think they'll be fine without him. It, it sucks for him on a personal level, obviously, but still got a ring to win, still got a parade to plan and, and business to take care of. So it's now a week later. Yep. Aaron Judge has not played in a baseball game. Has not. Not yet. And you seem... I feel like I'm a calming influence on you. You might be. Even though I'm very high strung about everyone calming down. 
I get upset about everyone being upset. So Aaron Judge is throwing from 120 feet. Wow. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Uh, he's doing T and toss drills. I like those soft toss drills. And he might hit in a week or so. Well, from what Boone in said, a game. from what Boone said on the broadcast, yeah, he should, you know, he should be in a game by later next week, which that's fine. All we need to do once he is doing batting practice outdoors, we're good. That's like, the key. Yeah, them get letting him hit on the field is always the big step. Yeah, like when, he hasn't hit on the field yet, but he's hitting the cage, right? Well, it's just when like Brian Hoke can be there with like a sweaty back and a bowling <laughs> shirt, like getting a grainy video. I gotta learn someone else's. You always pick on Hoke, man. I don't know why. It's just because it's easy. It's an easy name. Yeah, no. He, I, he, and I, he's been the probably the longest tenured one. Yeah, I mean, was there Mark Feinstead? Uh, Feinstead's <laughs> gone, I think. Uh, athletic is Lindsey Adler. Coley Harvey's gone. Eric Boland. Uh, yeah. Brandon Cuddy. They're all they're it's all kind of the same. All fucking nerds. Yeah. <laughs> all nerds. It used to be Mike Mazio. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I went to college with Mike Mazio. Like we sat, we had all classes together. I knew him all in college. That's great. He, he was, does the Knicks or the Nets now, right? I think he does the Nets. Okay. Or something like that. Yeah. I think he's like Nets and Mets or okay, something like random, that. Yeah. He's with the Post or something. He's with ESPN. Yeah. Literally had a billion classes with him. Played him in sport, in like frat sports. He was in AEPI, fucking blocking shots, picking them off. So he's a Jewish Italian. I, yeah, I, I think he was. Because AEPI is a Jewish frat. Yeah, I think he was in there. I don't know. Maybe he just kind of looks Jewish. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I look Jewish. I got recruited heavily for there. And I was like, guys, I'm aggressively Catholic. <laughs> and they were like, really? With that nose and hair? And I was like, yeah, it's crazy. I promise. Yeah. He, I was in a ton of classes with him, knew him. And then, like, as I started gaining, like, following or whatever, I, like, tweeted him. I was like, yo, what up? da 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 and he just said JJ. I didn't say my name. So like he followed me and was like, yeah, you Jack? I was like, yeah. And then he unfollowed me. I was probably dick to him in classes. Whatever. He probably makes 60 grand a year. <laughs> um, and this goes back to real quick. Did Aaron, the Aaron Hicks injury from last year, this kind of was giving me PTSD with Judge because I remember last year with Hicks, they were like, it's a little thing, you know, he'll be back in a week and he missed three months. Yeah. But now the fact that Judge is already kind of progressing, whereas Hicks was in a stallment last year and Judge is already progressing. If he's playing in a rehab game in a week or two, he'll be fine for opening day. And, and my concerns have definitely calmed a little bit with him. Well, you just got to look at it like this. If in a week, if let's say by next Monday, March 2nd, that'll give him the 24 days I don't know how many games because there's an off day in there or whatever, and there's road trips that he's not going to make. Aaron Judge has been a big leaguer for long enough. He needs 30 at-bats. If that. He's a fucking gamer, too. Like, he'll get himself ready to go. Yeah, but when he's not there, when he's lost, he's lost. So let's give him the 30 at-bats. It's easy to get that. Easy. You go in, you get your two at-bat game, then you do a couple three at-bat You can also create a sim game just for him if necessary. Pulling minor leaguers. Hey, you're playing in a game today just for... Him, like one of those sim exactly. games. So. so he's going to be back. I was worried as the news like was dragging on. I was like, I'm worried for Nick's health. <laughs> I, I get nervous for you. Oh, I mean, once you, once last week, once you saw that he was flying back to New York for extensive tests and it was a forearm, you kind of had to be prepared for this. Oh, I think everyone was. I, I mean, and yeah. I know behind the scenes in like the BP chat, it was, you know, all the talk was like, ah, this is going to be a four, or this is going to be a Tommy John. Yeah, I mean, if he was feeling it in October and it didn't get better in four months, it wasn't going to get better in the next three weeks before. Maybe he thought it was from smacking them fat asses. <laughs> he was just down there all winter. That was his rehab. He's just getting up. <laughs> he wasn't throwing the change up. Yeah. Just clapping cheeks. It was a very sexual episode. Fat asses instead of hot guys for once. 
<laughs> People um, like that more. So, Monday night, Garrett Cole pitched. Well, that was pretty. And you couldn't see it. I couldn't see it, but I saw that sexy 11-second video of him going into the stretch. Yeah, what is, can anyone Who found that? Whose who video is that? doing all these? First of all, spring training videos fucking suck. Jose Altuve, everyone got him getting booed going to the plate. You couldn't do four more seconds where he gets hit by the first pitch. Yeah, I wanted to see him get hit. No one has video of that? I know. Who is going? This is old people down at spring training because it's still early in spring training. It's just the olds that already live there. They don't know what they're doing. They're on Nokia flip phones. We need the studs down there with, you know, an iPhone X at least. Couple weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Garrett Cole pitched one inning, two strikeouts, one walk. He stinks. 20 pitches. All that money for an opener? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't wonder, like, how come he can only go one inning, but Monty can go two? I have no idea. I, I'm just curious, like, does he not need it? Is this just, like, a formality? I think it was, well, they, they had planned the one inning before, and then once he threw 20 pitches, you knew that would be it. But, I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think about that. I'm just always curious, like, the the stretching the map, because well, he was doing, like, we saw the St. John's catcher, like, yeah. pitcher. Like, he didn't just throw 20 pitches there. And, yeah, obviously, you know, he's warming up before a game and things like that. But Cole pitched deep into October last year, and Monty was just rehabbing. So that could probably be part of it. I mean, Cole threw, I think, more innings than any other pitcher last year, if I'm not mistaken, including the playoffs. So probably just wanted to be a little conservative. Warmed up nine times in game seven. Yeah. (laughs) Hinch didn't want to use him. Hinch was saving him for us. Yeah. Thanks for wrestling. So the big outrage there, aside from the one walk, because Garrett Cole probably stinks at baseball. Um is that the game wasn't on TV anywhere. Another stupid thing people are upset about. It, I was, uh, come on, you, it, nobody could televise it? Do you understand how things get onto television? Explain to me the economic, explain to me, enlighten me. Okay, so the Yes Network, yep. they have to do their own spring training, right? Yeah. So they have a couple games they pick. If there's like a Friday night Red Sox game or something like, all right, people will watch it. They're also going up against the Nets, who are who gives also a shit about the Nets. The people who watch Nets games are do they exist? Yes, there's <laughs> okay. like six of them. Okay, but like that's a TV contract that they're already paying a shit ton of. Even money. though the Yankees own the Yes Network, well, I guess Jeff Bezos does now. But I mean, but like they're paying, they pay for the Nets rights to broadcast. So like that's already a sunken cost of your paying. Uh... And now it's not like you're going to, and you've got ad slots already sold. So it's not like you're going to say, hey, um, who, you know, what, Coca Cola, whatever. Hey, we switched it. We're going to broadcast Garrett Cole's first start. Do you want to buy these time slots? Like they're already, so the economics of it doesn't make sense because one, uh, like on top of all that, you know, all the people who, Create a broadcast, have contracts that say like they're only doing X amount of games, X amount of spring training games. And the guy's just throwing 20 pitches. That's it. There were 20 beautiful pitches though. No, four of them were outside the strike zone. <laughs> and God got first base. Paying for walks here. What about MLB Network? What so were they doing? Gonna, so MLB Network, then you've got to send. Yeah, send Tom, Tom Ferducci down there. You got to send, send the, the whole crew. crew. You got to send an. Give me Bob Costas. And they're like, all right, Garrett Cole completes his first inning. And then here's Joe Schmuck, who's <laughs> fucking up in the seventh inning. Who gives a shit? No one cares. I hear you. It would have been nice to see it, though. So do I think that there's the ability at that point for 
Yankees.com because there was a camera. Somebody, man. Because like, you did see some highlights. There was a camera. And it's like Yankees and something pants productions. Just put that on a live stream. I don't need commentary. Oh, no. I can. I'll figure that shit out myself. Throw that on yes.com. Have a fucking pop-up ad before it, like for whatever the hell you want to sell. Now we're talking about That's all money. people were looking for. But man. being on TV, like it's just, you can't fluctuate TV scheduling around 20 pitches from Garrett Cole on February 24th. Well, this Saturday, he's pitching and it's on yes. So What time's that? One o'clock. I got a nap schedule. Okay. <laughs> because you know why? Still February. Still the 29th. They gave me an extra Oh, you're caring. lucky. I was about to say, is that March 1st? But I think it's going to be two innings this time. I got one more day of not caring. I actually, if, you, if you've been amazed with me not caring in February, wait till you see me not care in March. <laughs> <laughs> it's really astonishing how little I care. Especially by the time we get down the spring training. We're talking... March 13th, 14th. Spring training's over at that point. Right. Now, no one cares. Yeah. There's like one week of spring training that matters. That people actually care about. Because, yeah, and you look at the weekends, like in March 20th, I'm pretty sure our weekend is the last full weekend that they're there because they do it's those. It's the only full weekend they're doing this year. And then, but then the weekend after, I think they're like, is it Montreal or they're doing something? They do those like weird exhibition games that are in a major league stadium, but they don't count. Yeah. Like, like so I think our weekend is the last. They're yeah, going to Montreal. I know that. I'm yeah. Pulling, I'm pulling up the schedule. I'm, oh, my schedule defaults to February. I've not given a fuck. Yeah, they are. We've got the Phillies at home. And then they're playing the Twins and the Tigers the next week. No, the 22nd, they're still home next okay. Sunday. Then they do a Monday and Tuesday. Are those Montreal. the X? Ex- yeah, okay. So they leave that Sunday. Blue Jays, which I actually, I don't love them playing. Like, shitty field conditions. Yeah. Bad turf. What? Don't play anyone. You want to know what gives me anxiety is like seeing them be put in injury situations in meaningless fucking games. Yeah. Just fucking throw it underhand. Let Vlad Jr. hit a home run. Yeah. We can all be like, oh, he's his dad. And Seriously. then fucking yeah. keep it moving. Then they can go out and lose 90 games. Yeah. Like, that's, no, absolutely. What are we doing here? Um, spring training, if you're going to be in Tampa, Florida, on uh, March 13th, we're going to be at the game. Come hang out. Me, Nick, uh, Andrew, Scott, a uh, couple other people uh, from the site. Then we have our event on the 14th. If you bought a ticket, it's going to be sick. You get a shirt. All you can drink, all you can eat will be uh, on the deck down the first baseline. Um, it's funny that you said your girlfriend asked if I have like jingle bells in the house. Like now I'm noticing it's just the dog. That was my mom. Oh, your mom. Yeah, your yeah, mom. yeah. She was like, is that part Sorry, of promotion? Sorry, my girlfriend. My bad. <laughs> Sleigh bells. Uh, <laughs> fuck um, out of here. <laughs> But 4 to 7 o'clock, Yard of Ale Soho. Come out, drink specials, some free drinks. We've got a batting cage coming. You're going to hit apples. We're down there with Sailor Jerry, Savage Apple. We'll be there partying all weekend. It's going to be a blast. Come hang out. Um, Yeah, so Judge is maybe going to play next week. But we might have another hot outfielder. Miguel and Duhar. So yeah, I mean you look at you look at where he where he fits, right? We know the bat is there, but there really isn't a spot for him on paper with Gio at third. You got Voigt and Ford at first. Left field at Yankee Stadium is almost like a center field, right? Really deep Death Valley. It's tough to see him playing in left. And Judge plays right. So I'll ask you, where do you see him getting regular at bats on this team? DH. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
everyone's like, people want to make a spot. Could for him. he be the new left fielder? Yeah. The guy hasn't been in the outfield once. Like <laughs> he turned everyone wants and Duhar to just be like to come back right. And I get it. I love the optimism. Like yes, he hit that weak opposite field. Pop up. People were pumped about People, that. Oh, oh my, my god. god. I saw an article that said he crushed a homer. I was like, okay. crush it. He stopped at second base because yeah, he thought he it was thought a it was double. A double. <laughs> like, that was the thing. I see people like, oh my god, yeah, he goes fucking deep. Like barely. <laughs> if that, I don't even think they have replay in spring training. Questionable home run. And then he turned a double play and people, like, you see how smooth it is? It was a ground ball right to him, not hit that hard, and he just didn't throw it into right field. On opening day of spring training. We've got Geo going over the bag, yeah, across the sick. body. Geo being Geo. I saw that. I was like, sit him down. Just sim game at bats. He's good. He's good. He's, good. He's ready to go. He's the best defensively, man. I think we're going to see. And Duhar, he's going to get some reps at first because Geo needs a day off every once in a while. He may get some at first. I think primarily DHing because I like to believe that Stanton is going to be healthy. Um, so you see Stan playing, you see Stan playing left regularly to start the season. Okay. Because you do. All right. So let's admit where there are some holes. Yeah. We do have a, uh, when it comes to the rotation, we are waiting for Paxton. We are waiting to get Herman back. So you don't want to start giving games away. And I don't know how much work, like maybe, um, and Duhar goes out there and starts to, and you know, starts to make some plays in spring training. But for right now, I mean, like, we've literally never seen him do it. No. And he's a professional athlete, but so is Clint Frazier. Right. So until I see him go out there and actually make a couple plays, I might as well say, why doesn't he play center field? You know? <laughs> we know he can't do that. I do. Here's the thing that, and I get it because like, he's kind of a superstar. Well, he is a superstar. I don't like that Aaron Judge just has to play right field. Okay. He's very athletic. Like that's his position. What, what do you want him to do? He go play left field. He's athletic. Be a captain. Be a leader. Be the captain that Jeter wasn't, and switch positions. Interesting. Yeah, you got me there. Because when you talk about like from a defensive standpoint, yeah. there's way more space in left field, and he's a fucking gazelle out there. Now I worry about now you're putting him in position to possibly get injured. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into that. He's actually, and I think it's been twice. Judges actually played center field. Yeah, they had him play center field and. and in Toronto, but that's turf. fun. But that's yeah. fun. That's that's not giving one up for the team. That's you're having. You're like, look at me. I'm the fucking jolly green giant. I'm Richie Sexton out I can here do both. Yeah, field. I can do everything. Yeah, I just you know when we think about where guys fit, like I don't know, maybe I'd like to see Judge take a couple balls in left field. Okay, because it could it just opens up the right field's easier to play. But if we're gonna lose anything out of Judge. In terms of his focus or, you know, his bat or anything, then yeah, and then just keep him there. But I, I, it's something that I've been toying with. It's tough to envision Miggy in a corner outfield spot when you already have Judge Stanton and Talkman, the three yeah. corner outfielders. You know what I mean? It's tough to see him getting regular at bats out of there. Now, if somebody gets hurt, be much better to see him out there than a Shane Robinson or one of those other idiots that we've had the past couple of years. Like, I'm fine. Any kind of injury, sure, stick him in the outfield and, and see how well, it goes. I think the idea. Like, I could see it being Stanton in left um, and Duhar DHing and that switching at some point. Or them just – Yeah, yeah. No, that, I'd be cool with that. But sure. I just don't know – I don't know how many fly balls a guy has to see before you put him in a major league outfield. Yeah. And I'm not talking pitcher throws the ball in 
Guy hits it. I'm telling you, you're just shagging fly balls. You know the ball's coming to you. Completely different. You know what the sky looks like because you're out there at 10 o'clock in the morning because these guys are done and playing golf by one. Right. So now you're out there. There's no sun high in the sky. You're not dealing with clouds or, you know, anything weird. So I, I just think it's a little early to make him our starting left fielder when we've got, like you said, three corner outfielders on the team. I do think he could be some great insurance for Void. I mean, if Void has another, I don't know, hamstring and the belly button thing last year, like if he goes down, I think Andujar and Mike Ford would be a great combo at first. And I think yeah. Andujar can play first. We've seen, I, I think anyone can play first. Yeah, yeah. It's the easiest uh, position. Especially if you've field. played third base at the major league level. Yeah, you how, play first yeah how could you not? Right. And uh, Miggy's like 6'2, 6'3, right? He's not yeah, like he's, short. He's yeah. Decent size. Uh, I saw a picture of him with the first baseman's mitt. Okay. So he's he's been doing something there. Yeah. Whether he's just breaking that glove in, I have no idea. But it's – I just think it's a little early to give him one of the toughest positions like in the, you know, in the field there. Especially left at Yankee Stadium, man. Like people are like, oh, Yankee Stadium's a bandbox. But left uh, – Death Valley in, in left center, that is the a lot of ground to cover. The shadows Yeah, it's, it's tough. That's, why do you think they've had Gardy doing it for 10 years yeah. and left? And he's a natural center fielder. Playing left field. That's how hard it is. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you. One thing on Voight, how much – have you seen him in his new uniform? I do. 59. That number stinks. Dude, it looks weird. That he, number it's a linebacker. Out he, I'm like, oh, is he playing middle linebacker? I'm just like, oh, he, who's this guy who's not making the team? That's a number where you don't make the team. Right. No, it is. I saw some that is it's his brother who's I think played football at Army or Navy or something. It's something to do with Maybe. the Army. I'm probably yeah. saying something that's going to get me in trouble because sure. it's honoring someone who served our yep, country yep. or whatever. That doesn't mean <laughs> I don't. You, you don't care. <laughs> you wear 59 at Yankee Stadium. You wear it in Iraq. Doesn't matter. That number stinks. That's a shitty sports number. It's just what it is. So they won't say, neither Voight nor Cole will say how much the Garrett Cole paid Luke Voight. For the number 45, what do you think the number is? Keep in mind, Luke Voigt makes the minimum. Yeah. And Cole has almost half a billion dollars. So what do you think the number is? So I don't think Luke Voigt had much leverage. Well, obviously not. <laughs> so, but he doesn't have like a charity. Like he doesn't have like, you know, the Luke Voigt Foundation. But, I'm, but, I'm, but, but being that he makes but not no, much money, he definitely normally, wanted a nice chunk. Normally what that is though is like you make a donation to my charity – we, you know, it's good press all yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to give you this anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like a nice dinner. Maybe a watch. Like Honestly, a I think I think around watch. a million. You think Garrett Cole paid Luke Voigt $1 million? I do. For number 45. Yeah. Think around a million. He's got 324 of them. What is, what's a cell phone cost? Like $100 a month? Yeah. All right. One text message. What a text message? Five cents? Sure. To Brian Cashman. Hey, cut Luke Voigt. <laughs> That's all that costs. No, oh, dude, I I'm come on, you don't you don't think ten grand, that's nothing to a Garrett to a Garrett Cole trying to pronounce it right. I'm saying yeah, ten grand. You're saying a million dollars. I think at least a hundred grand. I at just think that's greedy. Ten grand? Luke Voigt would be on the streets if Garrett Cole needed. If he was like, listen, I need this guy gone. I need this. <laughs> they just, like, taking whatever he gets. It could be a ham sandwich. See ya, yeah. And he saved Luke Voigt embarrassment. I hope it was something nice. Like, and I don't think, because it's like. The fact that Cole, that they wouldn't say how much it was also tells me it's a big number. 10 grand is, I, I, don't, I don't think that's even close. Because you just don't say, like, you don't say what you make. 
Like, I don't know what you make a year. You don't know what I make a year. Sure. I got a bonus coming. You don't know how much it is. I'm not going to publicly say because you just don't do that. Yeah. Plus, like, who knows what, like, taxes and shit. And, like, a lot of times I feel like it's a gift. Like, you give it, you know, it's a, like, if I give you 10 grand as a gift, like, you got to pay some taxes on that. I give you a Rolex or some shit like that. Give Luke Voigt another one, like, an Italian horn to hang from his neck. With he loves those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, maybe that. Maybe he got him, you know, uh, a bunch of sweets at a blues game. You, <laughs> you think a car is in play? A car is in play. Okay. Like, a nice car. I could see 50 grand on a car. But, like, there's no way Garrett Cole was like, all right, <laughs> what's your Venmo? I'm a million, a million. A million. No way. <laughs> the 44, what's the point? You know the taxes he's already paying? I think it would be a cashier's York. check. I don't think it'd be Venmo. But no, nah, I see your point. A million might be a little high, but I definitely think it's way more than 10 grand. I would like to know, is all I'm saying. I think it'd be be very interested to know that I'd number. I'd be curious. I'd be way more interested in learning that number than whatever your, your bonus is or whatever you were just talking about. I'd be very, I would love to be a fly on the wall for I feel like Cole. we're in the same range, me and Luke. Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, I just don't think, I just don't think it's, it's that much money because. When you're a fringe guy, like, so, okay, let's say someone who didn't really give a shit about their number, they didn't have, like, a set number. I feel like all these guys do now. But, like, when a guy comes over, let's say we traded for someone last year who's got, like, two years left on his contract. They're an established major leaguer. Um, and they're wearing 45. It's just a common courtesy, like, hey, if this something is your brand, this whatever, like, I'll do it. I don't give a shit about the number. Luke Voigt wasn't 45 before. I don't think he was 45 when he was with the on Cardinals. On the Cardinals? I don't even – wasn't he mostly in the minors with well, them anyway? He barely had any major league at-bats. And that's them. my point. Yeah. That guy doesn't get to tell uh, Garrett Cole what – But this same guy is also a major piece for 2020. Yeah, he was number 40. Say. He was number okay. 40. Is he a major piece? You were just talking about him, Duhar and Ford, platooning. Yeah, but when Luke Voigt's on, he's one of the top ten first basemen in the league. When I hit a home run, it's a home run. If what the I hell does taller, that mean? If what? I was taller, I could dunk. What? Like I'd be better about when he's healthy, he's a decent baseman. He was player. great in eighteen, and he was great in the first half of nineteen before he had the, the abdominal thing. We're talking about a guy with a three point seven career war. Oh, okay, you're going. We're going into analytics now. I don't even know what that means. I'm just telling <laughs> it's the first number they give me. I mean, yeah, Luke Voigt's a stud. Do you not think so? Luke Voigt had a great thirty nine games for the Yankees in 2018, and then his first half of 19 was great. Two sixty three hitter. Not terrible, but not king of the world. Not I get to keep your number. Not that good. 380 OBP in 2019. That's that's pretty good. A lot of injuries in 2019. 20, in 2018, he had 1,000 OPS with us. Whatever. I think Luke Voigt's stud is going to have a great year. Hot end of the season. But yeah, I hope he has a great year. It's going to be very tough with the number 59 on his back. <laughs> that's true. But he's projected. What's his projection? I would love to see the projections on him, yeah. 267 he... batting average, 23 okay. home runs. Yeah, if you're not hitting 35 I think he'll runs, hit at least 30 this year. If you don't hit 35 home runs, you don't get to keep your number. That's right? fair, but I think he'll hit at least 30 this year. That would be great. I hope he does. It's going to look terrible. I hope he changes his number so he can. Change his number <laughs> to 30. we got to find him a new number. That number stinks. Yeah, 59 is tough. One thing, speaking of first base, one thing I do not want to see this season is DJ playing first. 
We saw way too much of that last year. And I think it's a yeah, total he's waste. Play second base. He's way too he's athletic. The, well, he's the best second baseman in baseball. Exactly. And if, and if you need like, somebody else to play second, that like you know, I play third sometimes. I'm cool yeah. with that to an extent. But using a guy that's that athletic at a slow, fat position like first base makes no sense to me. No, no, because there's no one like I. I don't see. There's no one who could play second base that he would play first base instead. Like you need to get Tyler away today. Put him in his fucking haircut at first base. <laughs> Like that's like he could figure that shit out. He's done it before. It the drop off is just so great because that's the thing that people forgot last year. We have a platinum glove second base, and that's why we were both me and you were very in lockstep on this on letting Didi go. I was totally cool with letting Didi go. Didi Gregorius is another let's, mediocre at best base. Yeah, let's player. do this. Let's do this. Never made an All Star game. Nope. Hit two big home runs in the playoffs. Sent some emojis, and all of a sudden, he's Rudy Giuliani a week after 9-11. He's the mayor of the fucking country. No! It's funny because guys like Stanton and Sanchez just get ripped no matter what they do. Didi was the opposite. Like, Didi would go 0 for 5, and, and people would be like, oh, Didi, he, had a, he sent a smiley face. Like, he speaks languages. He plays the instrument. Like, it was just all non-baseball stuff that people liked about him. And maybe I'm just an asshole. He swiped his Metro card for fans one day. Yeah, yeah. Like, I only really care about what you do on the field. He had 238. That's what he did on the field. And Yeah, right. Exactly. Coming back from an injury, that's not my problem. And 2018, he had a phenomenal April. He was, like, off the Greatest charts. baseball player in the <laughs> history of the game in April. And other than that, he was pretty average offensively. Yeah. Like, Hit all those home runs, like, very early. Which was sick. Never made an all-star game. Came in 20th place in MVP voting twice. Great. Yeah. And, he was on, and he was in the, on the IL in 17, 18, and 19. Like, it was just very – I was so fine with letting him go. And that's just a business decision. So, like, you know, obviously there's some hyperbole here. Mm-hmm. But, like, he is – he's a 264 career hitter. He is a – Pretty good. Def- he's a good defensive Yeah, no, I, lo- I love him in the field. Great arm. Yeah. When it's accurate. But things didn't work out well. And whatever he's making now, like $14 million a year, you've got Glaber Torres. Who is miles. Who is <laughs> dramatically better yeah. for so much less money. And I- seven years younger. The only reason, you know, honestly, and I would, a two-time all-star. I would have loved as this sounds messed up. I would have loved to keep Didi as like a utility guy. Like I would have loved to have him be the first guy off the bench to play like short, play a little second. But I did not. But but he's not he's not taking six million. And I know, and I know yeah. it wasn't fit. You look at like Glaber Torres, championship caliber infielder. DJ Lemayhew, championship caliber middle infielder. Didi is a good player. Didi's a good player. Great for the Phillies. Good for them. Move Gene Segura at a shortstop. To third. He's got to play third. He, he can't maybe play second. short anymore. And I'll go, we'll probably go watch Didi this year here. I, I'll, you know. Yeah, you want to do, you want to record this podcast on a Tuesday at a Phillies game on a dollar dog night? That sounds Do you know good. the 999 challenge? No. Nine beers, nine, nine beers, dogs. nine hot dogs, nine innings. Oh, okay. I thought the last one was going to be like cakes or pies or something. Nine inning. No, okay. Over nine. Okay. All right. So we go down there. We buy, we get a ticket for, I don't know. Ooh. They probably pay us five bucks to go. Yeah. Dollar dog night. You get nine hot dogs. I see. How are you going to do that? Because thinking about me, I think I'd just drink the nine beers and then just be drunk and just pound the nine hot dogs. Like, I don't know if I could alternate them. That sounds pretty tough. I think I'd probably go, I think I'd get three first inning dogs in. 
Interesting. So I might need chug first. a beer and then three, three dogs get them out I'm, of the way. I'm having at least five beers before I look at a dog. You, they're, they're way easier to go down. I'm not like an eater like you. Like I can't go sit I'm there and I'm not necessarily food. an eater. We well, do stadium meats. You love, you I love food. I eat what's on camera. <laughs> I, all I eat when you say is what you see me eat on camera. I don't eat the rest Dude, of the Dude, you've food. probably seen me. I'll go to Yankee Stadium. I'll get seven beers and I'll forget to eat. Watch a and nine you forget your sleeves. Yeah. yeah, it's a thing. I think we should do that one. Though. Okay, we'll nine, see. Nine, nine. We'll make a video. We'll, we'll record this podcast in the middle. It'll be a massacre. I've been looking at it. It's it's on the calendar. They do Tuesday nights. Okay, Tuesday night dollar. See, I thought you were gonna say nine. I thought the last one was gonna be like nine, like okay, more food ice cream cones. I, was no, like, no, I can't no. do that. No, 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 no. That would be insane. No, it's nine regular beers. Nine. Right, not the 24 dogs. ounce. Yeah. Okay. Like right. regular beers. Got it. Got it. Like Bud Lights or yep. whatever it is you want to do. Okay. Nine hot dogs. And I think they do smaller hot dogs on dollar. They dollar do. Dollar. Oh, they definitely Which do. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah. And that helps the challenge. Go. It's, you know, it's like in health class when you're like, you know, one standard drink is 12 ounces of domestic beer. Perfect. Yeah. All right. I, I can, I can handle that. Yeah. All right. That's going to be an adventure. That's, that's an event. And we'll cheer for Didi, I guess. Yeah. If he's healthy at the time. And David Robertson will be still be rehabbing. He hasn't yeah. pitched since he left either. But he had, you know, he's been in trouble ever since he screwed everyone out of their the playoff uh, shares. The playoff yeah. shares. Yeah. yeah. Real dickhead move there. Um, Paxton. We've, we've touched on it, but Boone said, uh, mid May is realistic. Yeah. Feeling good about that. Yeah. Cause that's a great pickup in mid May. Hell of a pickup. Got to remember. First place team picks up James Paxson in a contract year. He said maybe early May. Yeah. So mid-May. It's, he says early, mid-May. Could be mid-August. But Give me a Boris guy in his contract year going for that next contract. Yeah. He is going to come in and he's going to ball out. I really think so. <laughs> Having him and Tanaka on contract years, you know, whatever. The future's kind of hazy with those two. But for 2020, give me a motivated and pissed off. Paxton and a motivated and pissed off Tanaka looking for free agent deals. Yeah, I mean, I think Paxton uh, has a good year and then leaves because yeah, oh yeah, he'll just you know he's he's going for the highest offer. Yeah, he's a Boris doesn't, guy. Doesn't care where money. it is. He's from Canada. Yeah, Voigt could wear sixty five. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a better looking number. You got to get something down in the thirties. The they don't have many numbers probably. left. And just be better so you can flex people out of it. Yeah. No, it's, it's Darwinism. Um, <laughs> With the numbers. Yeah. That's really what it is. You want a sweet number? Be better. Um, your man, Gary Sanchez. Yeah. Having a little bit of a hard time adjusting. Uh, I wouldn't say a hard time. Here we go. <laughs> He's He said that it's going to take some time. Do you know why? Do you know why they're doing it? Because because Vinny Cause he, from Massapequa was going to be like, because he's doing pass balls. No, no, framing low pitches. Yeah, framing low pitches. Yeah, dude, I pay attention to what's Yeah, going good, on. good, good. Because I know 90% of the people listening to this yeah. probably think it's because of pass balls. Yeah, no, no, it's for framing pitches. Which, if he is getting lower, I think there could be some, like, some carry over there. You're already down on the ball. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's going to hurt it, but could be interesting. Um, I really just brought this up. Because you just have so much pressure on you for Gary Sanchez. I just hate – I hate that other people hate him. I don't hate him, but I'm going to be on your ass all season about Gary well, you're on my. I thought you were on my side. When it's convenient for me. <laughs> okay. When it's more convenient for the listeners, I'll be against you. Real loyal guy. I love it. Okay. Whatever I got to do 
to get people to rate, subscribe, review, and retweet when they see our shit. And give us five stars. I yeah, hear you. we need five stars. Yeah, no. Um, people are like, like, you know, it's almost the opposite of Didi. Like, Didi can do, do no wrong. Gary can do no right. You know, when he strikes out, everybody's on him. When he has his one, one of his pass balls, everybody is on him. Then he hits the ball 450 feet. They're like, well, that's what he's supposed to do. Well, he's a victim of his own success. He came in. Yeah, he so set unrealistic high. expectations yeah. with that 2016. He was just supposed to do that for forever. Also, I mean, if you go, because, you know, you get a majority of this from Yankees Twitter. Yeah. I mean, everyone's supposed to hit a home run every at bat. We're supposed to win every game 10 nothing, if not by more. And everyone goes seven innings, Britain. Chapman, when we're out. And he's a feast or famine guy. Like, like when he hits a bomb, it's the prettiest thing in the world. And when he strikes out, it is ugly. It, yeah, it's ugly. You're like, how do you get hurt? And when he strings a bunch of those together, you're like, I don't know, come up lame with a hamstring. Because after you're out for two weeks, you come back on fire. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. And the injuries obviously concern me with him, especially playing a position like catcher. But like I said, he is just so much better offensively than pretty much all the other catchers, except for, I guess, Grandal and, and Romuto. I mean, he is really at the top of the pack there. So it's just tough to see people get on him. And people were giving him shit last night because Garrett Cole shook him off, I think, once. And people were like, should Higgy be the, the personal catcher for Cole? And to quote you, it's February 25th. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I we looked at what was his catcher, Maldonado. Oh, yeah, the personal catcher. We looked at signing him. I would have been fine with that. Yeah. I fucking yeah, yeah. I Give him any fine. number he wants. I don't care at all. What do you think... All right, so Gary has had problems with his legs. Yes. How many more leg injuries until he just plays first base? I think after not this season, but after next season. They're, they're so you think he's got maybe two more years catching? Yeah, full time, yeah. yeah. Then it could be, you know, like I know with Buster Posey, there's a, sometimes he catches, sometimes he plays first. Like they've almost come up with a hybrid for it. He's almost kind of doing that already. I mean, even if he's healthy. How many games is he catching? One, one ten, max. Yeah, but I mean that's pretty. Um, I don't know. That's you know pretty standard. I, I'm, baseball, I'm, budgeting a, I'm budgeting in a I'm budgeting in a groin strain every year and a month for him, and he'll still have thirty five homers. Yeah, but so don't you think if he didn't have to focus on all that other stuff, could play first base, work on that? Which I again, I think anyone can play first base at the major league level defensively. Um. I see him becoming a 40 home run guy, like easy. And he's only six away last year. And, you know, that's only in 106 games. He hit, he hit 34. Yeah. But I'm saying, and I was, you know, juice ball and all that, but I'm saying like easy. You know, if we get him back, he's 27 now. We get him over to first base by like 29. Now you've got, because when, when you start talking about extending him, like, if he can, I think it would make sense for him too. If he makes that shift for the longevity of it, like but his value is so much higher as a catcher, and that's one of the reasons I love him because he's so much better than all the other catchers. Like his value is way higher as. But a catcher. you don't see huge catcher contracts. Like he's making less money than Judge. If he was a corner infielder, he'd be making more money. That's true. But when our catcher's hitting thirty-five homers and the catcher for the Reds is hitting eight, I mean, yeah, and, and that's pretty much. If we had our definite, like, first base, if Greg Bird was Greg Bird, then I wouldn't be talking about the first it. first is kind of open in we got a guy wearing mind. fucking 59 playing first base. We're talking about platooning with Mike Ford, who's doing yoga in fucking Beach Haven. Like, <laughs> right. Gary's 27. I want him to be a catcher at least till he turns 30. I mean, don't you? I, I wouldn't want to see that until maybe 32, 33. Like, dude, he's a... 
young man in his prime. I mean, he should be able to handle it. Yeah, he could be like the best first baseman in baseball. And he could be the best catcher in baseball, but leg injuries, they linger. No, they're concerning. For if sure. you've got to squat every 10 seconds, 110 days a year, that adds up. It gets tough to do. Part of this whole whole thing with me and me and Gary is that people I don't think realize how difficult it is to catch for nine. Like calling them lazy, calling them like I love to see all these Twitter tough guys go crouch. Well, for that's, nine I, like I said, we got a bunch of plumbers who are mad. Right, at the right, doctors, right. That that's know, what. And yeah. I mean, you know, playing professional sports, playing professional baseball is hard enough. Catcher is by far the hardest, most demanding position on the field. It's not even close. And plus, he's dealing. You know, he spent a number of years where he's dealing with Tanaka, and they've got just like six translators. That is always confuses me. Yeah, it's like the uh, what's the talk to the gif with the guy in the Hangover where the the numbers are spinning around every time they go out to talk. That's my reaction. What the fuck are you guys even saying? Yeah, no, I'm not saying that he's bad. I'm not saying that what he does is easy. I'm just saying there hits a point, especially, and I'm talking specifically leg injuries. Yeah. Like, if he comes up with a groin, like, twice this year, and he misses a month, and, you know, he played 100, what did he play, 160? Well, last year was 106. That's 130. Easy if he's a first baseman. Yeah, no, you're right. You make a point, but you got to remember, if we do that, then you have somebody like Higgy or Romine in the lineup. You go out and you get uh There aren't that many guys to go out and get it. Then that, well, that's that's kind of where the whole thing, and, and here we are. For a couple years, like... Who's coming available? Yeah, no, I hear you. And I know they drafted a catcher in the first round. At, what is it, last year, the year before? And I know we're way far away from that. But no, it's definitely a conversation that's going to be had. It could also be messy in negotiations. If you look at what Real Mutto just went through, his agent was pitching it as like, you know, don't look at my client as a catcher. Here is numbers compared to other position players. And then obviously the Phillies were like, no, you know, you're, you're going to stay in the catcher market. And he lost his arbitration case. Yeah. You could see it getting a little messy with Gary. Yeah. It's not. It got messy with Batances. It got messy with Batances. He's, and he's just, he's not Aaron Judge. You're just not Aaron Judge. Right. Aaron Judge will give you all the money you want. Gary. Because the marketing and the face and the kid and all that stuff. Yeah. He doesn't wear a mask. You put Gary Santon now, Gary's not wearing a mask. He's out there smiling, playing first base. He, you know, his arm. Now you're losing the arm behind the plate as well. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. But like, has the arm been as good the last like year and a half? Like, That's the weird thing is, yeah, right. The, his percentage of guys throwing out has gone down, but his, his pop time is relatively the same. Yeah. So that's what that confuses the they're shit out of me. Tape on him, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he's got to tell. Or they're getting good jumps in the they're pitchers. Getting buzzed at first yeah. base. <laughs> oh my god, we made it an hour without talking about those guys. Not even going to say the name. We just got you know a, a quick little jab in there. Yep. So. So we'll skip talking about Jeter talking about them. All yeah, right. yeah. So one last thing. I saw this list of free agents still on the market. Now, we've just lost we, – we've lost Paxson for a bit. We've lost Seve for the season. We know our history of injuries. They put together at Hardball Talk a starting lineup of, like, free agents right now. Some of it's kind of comical. Uh, <laughs> like, number one, Jacoby Ellsbury. <laughs> Melky. Hanley These are all former Yankees. Mark Reynolds. Yeah, everyone knows this play for the Yankees. <laughs> Russell Martin. Oh, my God. Yeah. Russell Martin, Tim Beckham, uh, Jung Hoo Kang. <laughs> I think that's the guy. I think that's the guy who's got like a billion DUIs. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. He's like the yeah. DUI king of Korea. Yeah. <laughs> um, Scooter Jeanette, Puig, 
Um, who else? Uh, Lucas Dudas out there, Mark Trumbo, Addison Russell, smacking women. Um, rotation, you know, for pitchers, you've got Harvey, Buckholtz, Kashner. Oh, my God. Uh, Marco Estrada, Jason Vargas. Jason Vargas is the last guy I would ever want on the Yankees. That guy looks like a middle school science teacher. He is the least intimidating guy I've ever seen on a mound. Oh, yeah. No, he is. We cannot have him in pinstripes. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather just forfeit a game. Is there anyone who's still out there that you're interested in? Well, I mean, Puig is the only one that I think is an everyday starter. See, I, I don't. We we don't need we don't need another corner outfielder. Add that fucking crazy to the mix. Here's you just want chaos, man. You think he would fit in in our clubhouse? The I guy's a nut. Fucking licking bats. <laughs> I I think yo if Puig is when Puig goes with the tide. When the tide's up, Puig's up. When the tide's down, he's he sucks. But I think being available at this point in the game. You could just be like, listen, man, you came here on a fucking raft from Cuba. You went through whatever. He went through, like, Panama. I read his whole story. It was crazy. He had, yeah. But, like, we'll give you $10 million one year. You fucking rebuild your thing. You win the World Series. And, yes, maybe now we don't have Mike Talkman, my favorite player. <laughs> but, like, we're going to have injuries. We're going to have, like, you get some kind of depth. So that we don't have a Shane Robinson. Yeah, no. No, I, I see. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if we sign him, but I just do not see him as a guy that Cashman would ever bring in here. The one guy on this list that I mentioned, I mean, Danny Salazar, he used to be an all-star with the Indians. Could be some sort of reclamation project there, but none of these other pitchers. I mean, Fernando Rodney, like, that guy's still alive. You know who I want? I've wanted him for years. Who? Matt Harvey. <laughs> Bring him back to New York. You and Scott are the Harvey guys. Bring him back to New York. What is the What is the infatuation with him? He had two great years. Yes. That's it. I'm not saying he's our opening day starter. I'm not even saying it's a major league deal. But there's something in Matt Harvey that can be good. Like, because he had those two good years. There's something in there. Now, whether he's a head case or he physically can't do it, I don't know. But I believe he physically can. I believe it's in his head. And physically, he's doing something wrong. He's young enough. He's got arm in him. He has the ability, I think, with our new, you know, we've changed our training staff and our new pitching guru. Yeah. Why not give him a minor league deal where you go, listen, because I wanted us to do this at the end of last year, especially when we're looking for depth for the playoffs. Matt Harvey, you always wanted to be a Yankee. You grew up a Yankee fan. You signed this one-year minor league deal, coming to camp now. You'll get a chance to compete. You may get called up to the big leagues. If he doesn't, like, do enough to be called to the big leagues, then you just cut him and it doesn't matter. Or he makes it to the big leagues and this is him, like, trying to reclaim his career. The only thing that could go wrong is he hits, like, a model with a bottle at some club in the city. The only thing that could go wrong here is ERA was over seven last year. (laughs) He's not our opening day starter. He's not even on the big league roster to start the season. I think he's still a free agent for a reason. And the reason is he can't pitch anymore. I think the the, the <laughs> reason is because he's a fucking head case who just wants to fuck models. The last time he had an ERA under four was 2015. And we're not even cl- like he hasn't been. It's been a while, man. He's that was when more, I, I was still in college. <laughs> he's thrown more innings in that time than Severino. <laughs> That's true. And you want to give him a fucking crap. <laughs> And they both just want to be in Dominican with fat asses. <laughs> it's all full circle. Plus, we all knew it was going to happen. 
Matt Harvey's kind of a hot guy. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the only part I'll we agree. We get with some you. hot guys in there. He, he is a decent looking dude. But he da- he was dating a model I went to college with. Yeah, yeah. Ashley Haas. She can pick football games. It was in the post a couple weeks. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know why. Um, yeah. This like I don't know. As we start to think about like rotational depth, right? Do I want a guy in AAA who doesn't have a lot of options? <laughs> And if you're just very upfront with him and just like, yo, here's what it is. You got to go down there. You got to play nice. You got to do it. There's also the chance that like he's fucking a terrible influence and him and Clint are just going. I was going to say those two. That sounds like him and Clint tearing up Scranton. (laughs) Oh, man. I would have to. Going into dive bars. I'd have to go to Scranton for a weekend. I'd have. We'd have to go. You go to a pizza hut. We'd have to just be like, yeah, we just go get fucking wrecked at like a Sabaro. (laughs) Some chain Applebee's. A Taco Bell Cantina. Ooh. Me, you, Clint Frazier, Matt Hall. That's a fucking party. Just fucking getting loose. That's a party. That's my dream now. That is my dream. You it's can make it happen. Scranton with Matt Harvey. All the players like who play in Scranton, there's a whole group of them. Wade will be down there. They live above a funeral home. I don't know. Wade's a hot guy. He might be in the big leagues. That's how we're determining <laughs> it now. How hot are you? I would take Salazar over Matt Harvey um, if I had to pick one. I don't think they'll sign either. If I had to pick one, I would take Danny Salazar. I do want to clear up, though, that you're thinking about it from a baseball perspective, and I'm thinking about it from a circus. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm thinking <laughs> about what makes a better podcast, because we're winning the World Series anyway. Regardless. So this is pure entertainment value for you. Yes. Because it's February. The ring's already what in the What else are you do? The games yeah. aren't on TV. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see how tough you are you know, in a big series in July and at Fenway or something, and we'll, we'll see. See how loosey goosey you are then. I'll probably be so loosey goosey. It's easy to be a tough guy in February when the when the games don't count. I'm not a tough guy. <laughs> I just don't care. There's nothing like what's gonna have a, a tough series in July when we're up double digits in the division. Oh no, dude! I want to be up ten games in the division all year too. Believe Good, me, we'll be there. I can't wait. We'll be there together. It'll be great. It'll be a great time. We're gonna, gonna be, be eating nine year. hot dogs, drinking nine beers. Fucking doing it up. In nine innings. Oh, man. I got to look up Philly's Dollar Dog Night. We got to pick a date. Yeah, it'll be great. Oh, man. It's going to be so fat. See Girardi sprint out to the mound to make a pitching change with one out in the eighth. down a dog. I'm just like, yeah, that's actually like Joe Girardi is the perfect manager to do a 999 challenge. Right. No, you're right. (laughs) Like, oh, let's make seven pitching changes. Let's walk. Yeah, we'll have plenty of time because he loves interrupting the flow of a game to make a meaningless pitching change. So that will be perfect. It's gonna be sick. I can't wait. Um, what's what? You got a date? Uh, I mean, there's tons of dates. Uh, I just can't find. The, oh, I mean, April twenty first. Ooh. Uh, I think there's one like every month. Uh, May fifth. Oh, Cinco, Cinco de, de Mayo. Mayo. That might nine, be nine nine nine. That might be. And it. we're doing Coronas. That might be it. We're gonna catch the coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> I hope not. Can't wait. Oh my god, I think that's it. I think May fifth, Cinco de Mayo, nine 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 challenge. If you're in Philly area, <laughs> Braves Phillies. We're gonna record a podcast, possibly. Can you bring the can you bring the shit into a stadium? We'll figure a way to get some stuff. Yeah, okay. We'll figure something out. There's options. We'll just have to record it on the phone. That's doable. You can get a splitter, lav mics, and then yeah. Don't they do dogs at the park too? Bark at the park. Bark at the park, okay. Yes, yes. I've done uh stadium meets there with George. 
They should let Susie throw out the first pitch. I don't, they haven't announced it. They tend to do it like late. And that's when the date is. Because it's one, the, the dog thing's only once a year, right? They did it twice last year. I okay. To, I went to both. Okay. Um, they, but they announce it like not with all the other promotions because it's, I don't know, it's with the ASPCA or whatever. Yeah. Here's the weird thing. You know who they, they like blow Reese Hoskins because he adopted a dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives like within a couple blocks of me. He, ah, uh, okay. Goes to the vet down the block. I've seen on his, our dogs follow each other. Or like, I think Susie follows his dog. <laughs> what a 2020 thing to say. Our yeah. dogs follow each other on fucking So Instagram. here's the thing. I'm trying to get this charity stuff going with all the extra money. Yeah. I want to help off, I want to offset senior dog adoption costs. You thinking about adopting the dog? You should. Um, no. I, so I want to be like, hey, like you guys do a lot of stuff. Susie's got more followers than you. Maybe we should partner up. Like, is there something we could do Fishtown? But also, P.S., not a Phillies fan. This isn't like a thing like I'm trying to meet you. This is straight up like I'm trying to deal with your wife and your dog. I don't give a shit. I don't even know what position you play. You're saying uh, Susie has more followers than his dog on Yeah. Okay, got it. And But like his dog is, for Bark at the Park, like on the field before the game. You know, you want to get that recognition right. I, I don't even care about that. Just like in general, so I'm trying to get this. I'm starting a charity while mm-hmm. I'm on paternity leave. Yeah. Like, it'd be good press. You see a project it, here. Yeah. But like, I'm trying to do it in a way where it's like, just so you know, though, this is just about the project. I don't give a shit about what you do professionally. <laughs> Unless you want to put us on the field. Because then we'll do that. Then, then you'd pretend to be interested. Not in the Phillies. <laughs> I'll fucking emoji DD. Right. Um, I think that's all we got for this week. This is a, a short hour and 10 minute podcast. This is probably one of our shortest. Yeah. Because nothing's happening because none of it matters. Because one day the sun's going to explode and we're all going to die anyway. That's true. And if the coronavirus takes me, just make it after October 28th or whatever. Dude, the coronavirus is fake news. It is just killing olds and weeks. And that's fine. I just bought a car. Got to clear up the highways. We need a plague. <laughs> Natural selection, baby. Natural selection. Yeah, I take some vitamin C. I stay hydrated. Coronavirus can't get me. Okay. That's how I'm approaching it. There's probably someone listening to this being like, yeah, my grandma has coronavirus. She's 85. <laughs> she lived a life. Let her go. Had a good run. Yeah. What do you, you spend, you spend every Saturday going to a nursing home? What a terrible use of yeah, your time. Yeah, that's not fun. No. I'd rather be at Yankee Stadium. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. And we're going to be at Yankee Stadium. We're going to be there May 9th. May 9th. I got a babysitter. I got a hotel. May 9th. It's a 4 o'clock game, JJ. A 4 o'clock game. Not a 1 o'clock game. 4 o'clock game. Twilight. Red Sox. Oh, man. Sun's going down. The shadows are creeping in. What's great is the 4 o'clock start is like, oh, so I don't have to like get up early. But I'm going to. Yeah, it's like it's a four o'clock Red Sox. I'm gonna be at Billy's at like early. When we aligned the babysitter, it was like, oh, so what do you need? Like one o'clock? And I was like, ah, like 10 a.m. Yeah. Like we will be in Billy's by 1230. Yes. I just gotta swing by the hotel, drop off my stuff. It's one of those things where I know right now I'm gonna be like, all right, yeah, so we'll just swing through, I'll look for parking. I'm going to pull up and be like, valet this bitch. Yeah, let's get out of here. I got to get up to yeah, the stadium. Right, right. It's going to be great. It's going to be me and my wife reclaiming our youth. So now that we have this kid and all these dogs and Reese Hoskins 
And if you're somebody that, that wants to go to the game, shop.bronxpinstripes.com, 96 bucks. We'll mail you a t-shirt to your house. Ticket in 205. 205, right behind Judge. Great view of another hot guy. Yeah, you can see that dunk. Have you seen Tommy Canley's ass? Yeah, it's, it's I tweeted about that. That thing is huge. Well, they did the mic'd up thing, and they yeah. were, like, following him that around. dunk. Yeah, that guy's that wild. dunk. We got to get in with, like, when's Pride Night at the stadium? I would assume it's in June, although I thought we were the only team that doesn't do that. I think that. we announced one. I should be at Pride. As of 20, because I remember Andy Martino did a whole column in, uh, in 2018 ripping the Yankees for being the only team that doesn't do Pride Night. Oh, they legacy of Pride Night. They don't call it Pride Night. Yeah, did either, we cave? Are we doing it now? I don't know. I gotta get. I gotta get in the mix though, um, so we can talk hot guys. Uh, <laughs> May 9th, shop.brownspintripes.com. Also, was it April fourth? April fourth, we'll be there. We'll be there. Yep, That's Blue Jays. Saturday. First Saturday of the season is always a great time. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be awesome. I have to drive, so I can't get too drunk. But we'll we'll be up there early. We'll be at Billy's. Early and often. Doing our thing. Uh, we're going to be at opening day in Baltimore. Opening day in Baltimore, March 26th. By April con- 9th. April 9th is a Thursday. I will have been to four games already. I will be in the same boat. Three in Baltimore yeah. and then the fourth. Yeah. I'm doing the home opener. I'm doing that Saturday. And then I'm, I'll be there in a baby Bjorn. Ooh. Thursday, I'm off work. I yeah. work. Yeah, I've, I've heard, man. <laughs> Got to fucking Bjorn it up. I've heard. Got to Bjorn it up real good. Uh, follow Nick on Twitter at... N Kirby, N-Y-Y. Follow me at JJ from the Bronx. Twitter, Instagram. Follow show at George's Box Pod. Uh, everyone who has been listening, obviously, Nick knew this season. You guys have been very supportive. You've been liking it. So do us a favor. When you see a tweet about the show, retweet or hit a quote retweet. Uh, it helps spread the word a little bit. Give us five stars, rate us, all that fun stuff. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Just all the best stuff that you can do. We greatly appreciate your support. We're excited for the season when it actually matters and counts and it's not all the bullshit we're dealing with. One month from today, it counts. Oh, from when this comes out. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be on our way down there. I can't wait for this Kirby family. I'm just trying to think of all the... I hope your dad's comfortable being on video. I have questions. I don't know about that. I have questions. I have so many questions. Hey, but if we don't see you at any of those events, well, we hate you. But uh, we'll see you at the parade. See you then.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.